Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This edition of How to Be a CEO is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. Not so long ago, NFTs were the next big thing, which is NBT. But if I'd used an F word, we'd have to put another explicit warning on the show and we'd start getting a right reputation. Anyway, very big they got. Those non-fungible tokens were fetching huge prices, like the near $70 million Beeple's The First 5,000 Days artwork sold for at Christie's in March 2021. Then, almost as quickly as the clamour began, it seemed to stop. I'm busier now than I've ever been before. This year alone, I've been to different conferences in, in London, Paris. There's just thousands and thousands of people coming to these events. And instead of kind of everybody wearing a board ape mask or something, it's actually, you know, excited <laughs> people that are, are focused on, on the future of, of building and creating around arts and NFTs. Trevor Jones is one of the world's biggest NFT artists. Based near Edinburgh, he's worked with people like Successions, Brian Cox and rapper Ice Cube to create works that sell for a lot of money. His Bitcoin angel sold for £2.4 million. Five years ago, he was broke, unemployed and suffering depression. It's It's been a, a, a process, definitely. With all that, there's a lot of stresses and responsibilities and, and, and commitments and you know, I'm learning how to deal with these things as as I go. And, and it's been enough time now where I'm starting to get to the handle of what's going on. I'm David Wilson from The Evening Standard. Now, to mark the coronation of King Charles III, Trevor has teamed up with us to create a brand new commemorative NFT art piece that you can get for free. And we do mean free. It's only available between May 4th and 7th, and you can get it on Nifty Gateway. There's a link in the show notes. All you need is an email address. We're going to be talking to Trevor about that in just a sec. But when we meet him, the first thing I want to know is, are NFTs still a thing? Uh, 100% they are still a thing. Look, I've been in this space since 2000, the crypto art space since 2017-18, you know, NFTs from 2019. Of course, with the 2021 boom, you know, I mean, the explosion and the the Beeple, 69 million sale, um, you know, PFPs, board Apes, you know, all these things that happened that just exploded. What happened was that, you know, it also brought in a lot of bad actors, a lot of... Uh, money grabs and and rug pulls and 
And then with the crash of crypto in 2022, a lot of that crap disappeared, but also that all that kind of media excitement, you know, kind of disappeared as well, doing well. But really, you know, I'm busier now than I've ever been before. This year alone, I've been to different conferences in, in London, Paris. Uh, I'm now in the U.S. I was at New York City. NFT uh, consensus starts today in Austin, Texas, where I'm at that right now. I've got the Castle Party coming up in September. You know, and 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 there's just thousands and thousands of people coming to these events. And instead of kind of everybody wearing a board eight mask or something, it's actually really genuine, um, you know, excited <laughs> people that are, are focused on on the future of, of building and creating around arts and NFTs and, and what this technology has to offer. Now I want to talk to you about the castle party later on because basically I want to go, but also <laughs> it sounds great. But talking about that kind of the market for NFTs now, so who is buying them? I have people kind of stuck with it. Are new people coming in? Absolutely. Um, it's. I think it may be a bit more difficult for me because I'm in my own little bubble. Like I said, I was very early. I was in that way fortunate. Most people in this art space know who I am and, and collectors. But I talk to um, you know artists, up-and-coming artists who come in space now or have been for a little while from, from all over the world. And you know, just because they don't make crazy six or seven figure sales um you know their their lives are being changed by this space and the collectors and there's all different levels of collectors that all have different reasons for collecting some just because they absolutely love art they love the technology they love the innovations a lot obviously because they want to you know flip their that you know they, their return on investment but it's it's definitely um a, a growing uh space and and yeah, I mean, in, at, at all levels. So that's exciting in, in, in all countries. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Why did you, because you, you, know, you have been in since very, very early in the whole NFT evolution. Why did you do it? Because there weren't many art. I mean, there were some, but there weren't many working in that area. What made you go, I'm going to do art and I'm going to do it electronically, I guess. <laughs> I, I just a natural progression, really. Um, I graduated from Edinburgh College of Art in 2008. I found out very quickly that it's almost impossible to make a living as an artist. So by 2010, 11, I was exploring new ways to create new innovative art. I started working with augmented reality in 2013. So one of the early, very early uh, painters, traditional painters working with augmented reality. And I thought like, you know, I've, I've, I've done it. I've cracked the, the code. I've, you know, the, the big galleries around the world are going to come knock on my, my door, but it was actually the opposite. Nobody was interested in my work. You know, the commercial galleries I was working with at the time in, in Scotland weren't that interested in trying to figure out how to sell tech-infused paintings. So I went off on my own and started organizing my own exhibitions, having my own annual shows, building up my own community in a sense, my own market. I started investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum, different currencies, mid June 2017. And it very quickly got sucked into this this crazy <laughs> world of of innovation and and technology and uh, unique individuals. Um, and and I started to think about you know what my next uh, exhibition would be about. So it was a, a a huge huge gamble for me to put a, a year's worth of time and money into working towards a crypto. I call it crypto disruption. My exhibition not even knowing if there would be anybody interested in buying the work. I was just posting work in progress on Twitter, and I started to get interest, and people wanted to buy my work before I was even finished. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I couldn't believe it because, you know, coming from the traditional art world, there was this 
people just like would say, I want that painting. And I say, they say, how much? I'd say, well, you know, I don't know. Um, this much. <laughs> and, 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 and they say, okay, send me your wallet address. And they send me Bitcoin. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, you know, this would never happen in the fifth art world where you go through commercial galleries, you go through an agent, whatever, and often you don't even know who the buyer is. Um, it just completely blew my mind that that people, anonymous, a lot of them were anonymous people, individuals from around the world, and they would just trust me that I would send them the painting after they paid for it. Um, <laughs> I assume you did, Trevor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Um, but it, it blew, it blew me away that this it was this this was what, what was going on. And then I discovered NFTs. I heard about NFTs kind of early 2019, mm. and just started to follow this this path. Um, and dropped my first NFT in, in the end of 2019. It broke all records. It was a, the first massive, massive sale in the NFT space. How massive a sale was that, Trevor? <laughs> well, compared to now, it wasn't that massive. But at the time, uh, it was 70 ETH. And ETH was very low at, the, at that point. So I think it was, it was just over $10,000. It was a, the very first five-figure uh, NFT art sale um, in, in, in history. And it really opened up the eyes of myself and, and so many other artists in the space thinking like, wow, we can actually make a living with selling digital art. Because before then, it was things were selling for $50 or $100 yeah. or $10. Um, so that, that was a pivotal moment in the, the history of NFTs. For, for artists in the space. And just to give people uh, an idea, and I'm sure you're very modest, Trevor, but how much are your artworks go for these days? <laughs> I did a, a piece in which was connected to uh, McCallum's cask of whiskey in 1991. That sold for 2.3 million US in 2021. Um, I love I the way first, you just said that, like, yeah. you know, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> You've yeah. gone from 10,000 to 2.3 million. Yeah, it, it, it was just like a, a rocket ship, you know, the things took off. I remember in, it was July 2020, it was like an edition, but there was a one-on-one, and the, the one-on-one sold for $55,000 to a collector called Pablo Frail, and we've become good friends, and he, I was talking to him shortly after. He was explaining to me, he obviously knew what was going on in the space way more than I did. And he uh, he explained that this space is going to grow in a way that I couldn't even possibly imagine. You know, by the end of the year, I had the first seven-figure drop of collaboration pack, raised I think 1.3 million. And then in in February of 2022 was the Bitcoin Angel condition, and that was like absolutely surreal. It it, uh, it what was it? Um, a seven-minute open edition, 3.2 million dollars US um, in in seven minutes, and a total of uh, about 4.3 million in the 24-hour auction for all the all the artworks. That's extraordinary. Just that's it's just crazy. extraordinary. I mean, if you consider where you came from, because when you started in art, like your backstory is well known. You weren't in a very good place at the time. You were suffering depression. You you, you were really struggling, and now you've come through in this incredible journey to 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 huge global success. It must be amazing for. I mean, have you have you had time to think and go, yeah, that happened. It's it's been a a, a process, definitely. Um, really, like twenty twenty one was difficult. Um, I mean, you know, there's just these numbers on the screen, and it it makes no sense in my in my mind. But um, you know, obviously, with all that, there's a lot of stresses and responsibilities and 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 commitments and. You know, I'm learning how to deal with these things as as I go, and and it's been enough 
time now where I'm starting to get the, the handle of what's going on. But it really is surreal. I mean, you know, I was in New York just a couple of weeks ago for New York City um, and NYCMT and was having lunch with actually one of my collectors. And we're talking about this exact thing. It's like, you know, I said, I don't I don't understand what's happened. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's surreal. And as I'm saying this to him, these two guys walking past us on the street just look over and go, you know, hey, Trev, how you doing? You know, great to see you in New York. You know, it's like, <laughs> the, like they, they, they collect my art and they just kind of walk past and said, you'll love your art, man. And you know, like you said, you know, only four or five years ago, um, I was just like all my friends, a struggling artist trying to figure out how to pay the mortgage. And and what you're doing with the Evening Standard is a way for people to kind of enter the NFT market themselves, isn't it? Just explain what, what you're arranging, what we're doing for the coronation. Yeah, so I created a, a painting. I'm not going to go into all the details right now because you have to wait until uh, it'll actually be May 4th when we drop the NFT. And then I worked with a wonderful, brilliant 3D company that has created the, the animation and it's called, it's called The Oath. It's the very first time I've done an open edition for free. Uh, what an open edition is means that it's a, an NFT will drop for a certain period of time could be for 10 minutes, could be for two days or, or, or longer, whatever. So there's a, a certain amount of time and it could be $10, it could be $1,000 or whatever. But I wanted this particular piece to be for the people and anyone anywhere can uh, mint one of these NFTs for free. Uh, they won't even pay gas fees, which is Ethereum gas fees might cost a couple of dollars. So the platform we're, we're working with is Nifty Gateway. They're very, very easy to use. All you have to do is set up a, an account and you're set to go. You can just log in um, when we do the drop. It'll be from the 4th of May to the 7th of May, so four days in total, I think. And you can grab your your Trevor Jones Open Edition NFT from, from called The Oath. Uh, and it's just a very unique thing to do for me that um, I've done well in the space. And to be able to have create an artwork for such a historical event, to work with Evening Standard, um, and then to be able to give this this artwork to anybody in the world who wants to have it. And then they can keep it, they can sell it, they can give it to a friend, they can do whatever they want with it. I mean, a lot of people will, will take this NFT and it'll be the only NFT they ever own. But would you be hoping that some people go, oh, do you know what? It's kind of cool. I might go and get some more. No obligation, obviously. I just add that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely no obligation at all. And, you know, the first time this happened was with my Bitcoin Angel open edition drop in, like I said, February 2021, there was 4,158 minted in a seven-minute period. Um, there's about 2,400 unique owners of those those NFTs now. And I constantly get emails and, and DMs, or I meet somebody at a conference coming up to me and say, like, you know, Trevor, that was the first NFT I ever bought. The Bitcoin Angel. It was the one that really kind of opened up a, a whole new market of, of people because, um, for somebody who just just captured the imagination of, of the crypto art space or the NFT space at the time. Well, first off, it's an absolute honor to and privilege, you know, to to hear people say that. But they say like it's changed my life. You know, I I now I buy artwork. I never was interested in art before. Now I, I'm completely fascinated with the world of art. Um, I get to meet different artists whose art I collect. I, I've met people who I'm now friends, really good friends with. So it has been life changing for for them and for me, and I, I and this will be the same thing. I'm certain with the oath. There'll be, I have no idea how many 
people will will mint one of these for free, but it's going to be uh, a lot. And and fingers crossed, um, you know, it changes the lives of a lot of other people as well. Okay, let's take a break. And after it, we're going to talk about some of the people collecting Trevor's work. And if you want to be one of them from May 4th, head over to Nifty Gateway and take a look at that specially commissioned piece for Charles III's coronation, The Oath. You can get it totally free with your email address. You don't need a crypto wallet. You won't pay any fees. But remember, it's only available until May 7th. If you've ever just fancied taking a look at NFT collecting, it's a pretty good opportunity to get started. We're back after these. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is very much, I know I know it's an artist journey, but it's very much an entrepreneurial journey as well, isn't it? Because yeah, the, 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 there are lessons here in how to... I mean, how did you create a market for something that nobody had really ever heard of, and people were just kind of trying out and learning things? How do you how do you how do you sell an NFT? <laughs> um, I've got a, a blog post. I think that but there's seventy seventy five tips to success, you know, for an artist and an artist in the NFT space. And you know, there's there's not one direct route. You know, there's not one path to take. And and as an artist, I think that's another important thing. You know, you can try to create work that you think will sell and you'll fail miserably. You know, you can, the most important thing is that you have to be true to yourself, but you do have to have a business mind and, uh, you know, it, it is a job. It is, you know, I put in, I work six days a week, um, you know, nine till eight at night. Uh, it's, it's constant, especially in this space. You know, it's like as an artist in general, you, you know, traditionally you would create artworks through your paintings, for example, and you have an exhibition and the commercial gallery would take control over, you know, and, 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 and do the sales and they would give you your 50%, um, cut, you know, hopefully, you know, within a month or two, whereas in this space, you, you really are, you're, you're a marketer, you're a businessman, you're a, uh, an artist, you're a communicator, um, you're an accountant, you know, all these different things, you're a social media expert, and it, it is a huge amount of work. And then at the same time, when you achieve a certain level of success, it's it's trying to figure out how to maintain that success. And I've seen it over the last five years in the space, uh, a lot of artists, you know, who were very successful for a period of time and then they disappeared and they might still be working away, but for some reason, taste change, you know, in this space, it, it's, it's, it's so fast, the crypto space and, and the NFT space that the 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 flavor of the month really is is a, a flavor of a month. It it is very difficult to maintain a level of success. Um, one of the benefits are, or you know things that have it's been good for me is that I was very early. So being early, it doesn't mean that I will remain popular, but I still have to work very very hard and I, I do a lot of things to kind of maintain that relevancy within the space. But it does help that I was really one of the first or the first 
traditional painter that's come into the space. Yeah, that's worth exploring, though, from the other end. Is there space for new people to come in? Are people discovering new artists, new NFT creators? Could someone starting today achieve your level of success? It's happening all the time. That's you know, it's it's finding ways to um, to gain attention, to gain followers. And really the biggest, one of the biggest ones is, is building community. So it's that, that web three mentality of, of pr- providing some kind of um, artwork that is unique, but also you're building a community around you. So you're already directly connecting yourself with uh, other artists. You're buying their work, you know, the kind of building relationships as well as with the collectors, low, mid, high range collectors, um, and then, you know, and it, like I said, it's very, very hard work and, and it takes a lot of time and discipline, but there are, you know, there's constantly new artists who are coming up and somebody spots them. Usually it's a big art, a big collector. And they'll, they'll say like, I like that, that artist. I think what they're doing is very cool, very unique, very special. Um, you know, they're using some type of new technology or whatever the, the, the their themes are, just they're, they, they connect with them. And and it's like that in the traditional world as well. You, you know, if a big collector uh, collects your work, all of a sudden everybody takes notice. And so these collectors are the ones who are really kind of driving the space uh, at the moment, for better, for worse, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, it's, it is it is what it is. And this is the way that you really can generate a lot of interest around your work, along with building your own community. Yeah, I mean, some of those collectors... I think we can talk about people like Ice Cube who've worked with you or bought your your material. I mean, that kind of stuff must really bring, it just automatically brings attention, doesn't it? It just adds that little bit of glitter. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah 100%. Um, you know, so the, the big sales that I've made in working with people like Ice Cube um, and, and then having been bought by, you know, the majority of the big whale collectors in the space uh, all kind of adds um you know, credibility to my work that uh, that then again I have to maintain and I have to make good decisions. I have to make sure that um, what I'm doing is is building on on rather than looking like some kind of cash grab. And, and that's been that's happened in the past where artists will take advantage of the position that they're in, and you know it it's not a good look um, and it kind of tarnishes the reputation. So you have to always make good decisions. But most of the people collecting NFTs aren't multimillionaires. They're not superstars, are they? Most people are, are fairly ordinary, common people. And it's just, I mean, the, one of the things I like about the NFTs is actually that community. It's lots and lots of people from all over the world coming together and, 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 and taking by and collecting NFTs and talking about those things. I mean, there is a real community vibe to it, isn't there? A hundred percent. And you see that at the coming to these conferences and actually meeting people IRL in real life, as they say. Um, and that's another reason why I started, decided to do the, the castle party because you meet all different types of people from you know all walks of life, um, and you have no idea. And also, you know, you you get to meet these people usually on Twitter or Discord, and they have some kind of avatar, and you don't actually see them. So actually, meeting one of these collectors in in real life of all levels, um, and you build real friendships with them. And you know, to be honest, you know, most of my real friends right now, I've I've found in this space, um, you know, it's just, it's become something really unique and very special for my, my, myself and my wife, who's also an artist. Even just walking past you in restaurants in New York. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, I mean, people are now becoming part 
of that NFT community, even if it's the only one they've got. So many things that they can do, so many things they can take part in, of course. But I mean, you have been holding what have become the legendary castle parties. What happens at these things? <laughs> well, actually, yeah, the first one was 2022. Um, I decided to have a castle party after the Bitcoin Angel drop in February 2021. It was a way of, of giving back to my collectors um, and my community. So in 2022, I hired out Stirling Castle uh, in Scotland, and about 300 people came from 22 different countries. Uh, and we just had a, a huge party at the castle, um, lots of entertainment. Um, it's very, very different from any other event, crypto and NFT event, you know, which tends to be um, very, you know, male orientated, young, uh, you know, a lot of talks, panel talks, and then, you know, crazy parties at night in some nightclub, whereas this is much more of a, a, a family in a sense, and people can actually bring the children. Um, there's entertainment, uh, DJs, there's, uh, you know, musicians. We had close-up magician, magicians at last one, uh, harpists, uh, you know, food, open bar, um, you know, everything you can imagine. And then this next one, we're having the second one in France in September 3rd to 5th. It's a three-day, two-night event, which is you know, the first one. Sterling Castle was just a one-night event, and so much that we tried to fit so much into it. It was just too much, so we wanted to actually open it up a little, and then I can actually enjoy it more and get to talk to everybody at the event. Um, the other one, I was just crazy running all over the place trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but this one will be much more relaxed. Uh, we'll have got a five-five-side football tournament. Um, there's going to be cornhole and a pool party every day. There's fireworks at night. Um, Parents can bring their children if they want, uh, 500 people maximum. So it really is the most exclusive crypto art party of the year. Um, and just a great way to spend time with people who, um, who are interested in the space, who are either artists or collectors or builders, and build on, on solid friendships and, and potentially you know, networking for business as well. That was Trevor Jones, crypto artist and creator of the Oath for the Evening Standard. How to be a CEO is back next Monday. We'd love to see you then.